I'm Nate Mueller, the director of Musicians Mobile, and this is the Musicians Mobile Show. We're going to be chatting about lessons learned in the journey of music. We feature musicians at various stages of their growth, sharing their stories and experiences so that we can help you develop as a musician. We want to welcome a real OG of the Musicians Mobile program. His name is <laughs> Pranav Pradeep. He's a recent graduate of SMU with master's degree in accounting. He loves guitar. He loves the Green Bay Packers. And uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to Musicians Mobile show episode number one. Thanks, doing, Nate. Thanks for having me. All good. So I got a quick question. Accrual or cash accounting? Where do you stand? Ooh, depends on the size of your business. If you're a small business, cash accounting, definitely the way to go. But once you get really big and all these expenses flung, you want to go accrual basis. Man, that master's is already paying off. <laughs> now, speaking of crunching numbers, I've seen you grow into a cooler person with each passing year to the point where I ask myself, how can I be like Pranav when I grow up? Grow a mustache. I was, learning, <laughs> <laughs> I was learning an instrument increase your swag factor by at least 10. I mean, it's been really nice because the last three years of undergrad, I lived off campus in a house with a bunch of my friends and we actually converted our garage into like a jam center. We like soundproofed all the walls and everything. And we had like drum set, two guitars, a bass, the whole nines. And so like once a week we'd have like, we had a good group of like people who'd come to play, but we also have like people like, Oh, invite your friends, you know, to play and stuff. Just a good way to meet random people, you know, hear some new styles of music. It's been really cool. And even in my master's program, bunch of new people who didn't go to SMU who started and I actually made friends with a bunch of people because they all played various instruments. So we'd play together. That's awesome. So, so for you, it's been a real way to connect with other uh, friends and meet new people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a huge stress reliever as well. Uh, Cause like during some of my finals, the last few years, like in the mornings, especially before your test, you're like kind of studied out at that point and you have like an hour and you're like, what do you do? Just play the guitar for a little bit, even just strumming some chords. It's kind of puts you in like kind of chill state. Nice. So it's, it's a musical therapy for you. Yeah, hundred percent. Has it been helping you through the uh, the pandemic at all? Yeah, it's been really nice. I mean, I haven't been able to play as much because I'm down at my parents' house, like kind of waiting it out. So all my gear is back in my apartment. But okay. just listening, and the nicest thing is once you start playing any instrument and when you listen to music, you immediately pick all that stuff up and kind of gives you more of an appreciation for music as a whole. Now, with your buddies, did you guys have like an official band or was, or was it just more just for fun and you guys would just create music on the fly or were these? Yeah, it was more of a jam band type. Like we just all, some would get the drummer to lay down a drum beat and bassist would kind of <clears throat> throw down something and then we'd come in and I would just kind of steer whichever way everyone's kind of vibing. We just go with that. Would you be um, playing solos over the... Um, yeah. We take turns with one guitarist in rhythm, one soloing, and then just kind of flip over. Now, you had a band. Um, was Broken Reigns with you, or is that... No, that was with my older brother. I had one in eighth grade, did a few little performances for the high school. Oh, but, what was your band in eighth grade? Uh, so, we're called Diversity because all of us were like had like a different background. So, right. it was a fun little thing. We played for like this, the high school sports teams, like halftime show then we play like various like the charity events for them and stuff like that yeah that's right because 
in eighth grade, were you already out in Austin at that point? Yeah, that's why we moved to Austin. So that was actually a way I made friends initially when I moved there was finding other people who played. So, yeah. How did you find people who played? Did you see them with an instrument or join some kind of club or? Yeah, it was, so it started just like uh, beginning when you're just like in the first class talking to people and then when people are like, oh, it's like, what do you like to do? Be like, I play guitar. And then we made a little guitar club, got like five or six people coming in and then kind of just came off from there. Nice diversity. So you're using yeah. music to, to bridge together different uh, cultures and make yep. friends. <laughs> That's always been the, the, the hope and dream for Musicians Mobile is, is uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it for a lifetime and, and continue to play it long after you've taken lessons. Yeah. Well, I feel like the lessons were a really good like starting point to get you to that point where now you can do any, you can pretty much learn anything you want. Right. You know, and pick it up at any time. Like there's points where, you know, for whatever reasons I hadn't played for like a month or a month and a half. And then second I pick it back up, you're right back to where you were and continue progressing kind of thing. What are what kind of music are you listening to now? Right now I'm kind of really into like kind of not only the genre per se, but like kind of groovy jazz, like Tom Mish style, kind of like yeah. Jacob Collier, like that. Yeah, I saw on your uh, Instagram, you playing a, a Tom Mish song. Yeah, it's playing uh, Lost in Paris. He has some really uh, oh. good songs. My, I say, I need to take lessons for Pranav. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I credit my older brother for teaching me that. He's really taken guitar and ran with it. He is yeah. unbelievable now. Yes, yeah, Siddharth. You guys have both been putting in years. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been almost what, 12 years, 13 years now. <laughs> yeah, let's take it back to the beginning. How old were you when you began? Oof. That was back in Cupertino. So I was second grade, six, seven, or six seven or eight, eight, probably, something like that. Yeah, full disclosure, guys. Um, I was the teacher back then. But do you remember one of your first songs that you played? Oh, I remember the classic... Smoke on the Water, but personal favorite was Time is on My Side from the little Hal Leonard guitar book. Uh, the <laughs> first Spanish one. Theme? I heard you could rip Spanish theme. Oh, gosh, yeah. The classics. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember, you know, you guys, it, it was just a challenge just to play a note or two and to see you guys grow through the years. I remember uh, at one point you switched over to having Colin teaching you and I hadn't seen you play in a while. And then you played at the Britannia arms show and your fingers were flying across the guitar, playing the solo, <laughs> the crazy train. And I, I couldn't help but get choked up, man, because I was like, I remember <laughs> when it was hard for you to, to just play a couple basic notes in the Hal Leonard book for, for songs like Spanish theme and to see you go from that point to, I don't know if it's five or six, seven years later, you're, you're playing one of the most challenging solos out. And that's the thing with the, the best part about playing guitar is like, you know, that initial learning curve is a little tougher, but the second you pass just that baseline, then you pretty much can go and do literally anything you want. How do yeah, it's really tough because a lot of students, they want to quit within the first six months. Mm -hmm. they, they, I think there's a, a realization that this is going to be, a lot more challenging than I thought. And it takes a level of discipline and patience. Yeah. You just got to push through that initial uphill. And once you pass that hump, 
then it's literally anything you want, any songs you want, you just got to play. Yeah, that's when you start to get some of the rewards and hearing the music come back to you sounding good versus, you know, it just sounds, can sound pretty rough in the beginning. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, my parents can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's once you get that first time you hit the G chord perfectly and it just, all six strings ring, you're like, whoa, I made a sound. Right. It's nice. right. <laughs> now, why, why is guitar your instrument of choice? What do you love about the guitar? Um... I feel like there's so many different sounds you can make with the guitar, but more than that, like I feel like you can truly like feel what you're playing because mm. with the guitar, it's not just you're playing the note, it's the vibrato of how you, you know, strum the note, the vibrato, right. you know, if you want to bend, like there's so many different little things you can do to create just a different feeling in what you're doing. Right. And very, very expressive, right? Extremely. So, plus it's just laid, more laid back, I think. What would you say was a turning point, like a breakthrough in your playing? Was there a certain song, a certain thing you learned where like a, a lot of the lights started to click on for you and you're like, oh, okay, I'm really starting to. I think it was um, probably in elementary school. We, uh, we did like a talent show thing with like me, my older brother, and one of our friends who was on the drums and we played La Bamba. And I just remember like performing and just like entertaining people and people actually, at least to my knowledge, thought it sounded good. That was really cool. Cause then I'm like, all everything I've been doing is finally paying off. You know, like it's not just me thinking it's sounding good or whatever. It's like, now this is actually like, this is music. You know, you guys are getting a crowd reaction. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. What I liked about you guys, um, you always found a way to apply your, your music skills to playing at fundraisers. I remember helping you guys do something in the gymnasium with uh, some of our students. Um, what was that uh, a junior high or elementary school? It's a bake sale um, or something. I think that might've been seventh grade. Uh, okay. where we, all, we had like the little recital where everyone came and played their piece. Yeah, you guys have always applied yourself. That's that's what it's all about, getting out there. Because you can learn to play your instrument, but you got to get out there and share it with other people. And that's mm-hmm. when you can really start to make those connections. Yeah, and that's what I feel like my favorite part about playing was. is I love, like, you know, playing for myself, obviously, is great. But when you play with others, it's just, I feel like it's a better way to connect with other people. When you're just playing, you're not talking, you're just playing something, especially like when we were doing the jam band, for example, someone just starts playing a certain different theme and then we all just kind of change slightly what we're playing and everyone kind of matches their vibe together and then creating all of this music and it's an expression and a feeling, but no one said anything. It just kind of right. came together, you know? Do you think in relation to what you just said, that learning to play an instrument's made you a better listener outside of music because... You're taking in all those sounds and then recreating something new. You have to be sensitive to what other people are. are. I think it definitely, yeah, it makes you actually try to understand. You're like, you're listening, but you're not just like listening to respond. You're listening to understand. Mm -hmm. And then you're doing like, when you're listening to somebody else play and then you're trying to match to what they're doing, you can't just listen and then just go. You have to listen, understand where they're going with it or what they're doing, and then you can kind of get your way over there. It's pretty deep. You got to get the (laughs) subtext of of what they're (laughs) expressing. Yep. 
Um, now, when you first started performing, were you pretty nervous? Because I know a lot of new students, they're really nervous about playing and they want to keep putting it off, you know, their first recital. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I was yeah. extremely nervous every time I've ever performed. I don't think you can not be nervous. Still Just to once, this day, you get nervous. Oh, yeah, definitely. Even like when I start playing with my friends, like right when we all get together, the first like two minutes, the first few notes, like, my palms are a bit sweaty and I'm kind of just fiddling around. And then it's just like with any game or anything you're doing, like the football, you take the first hit, then you're fine. Tennis, you hit the first shot, you're fine. It's the same thing with this, like play your first few notes and then you're kind of not thinking about it anymore. Now, the more you've performed in front of people, has it gotten easier to, to cope with those nerves? I think, yeah, you kind of figure out, ways to make it better I mean, you're always going to be nervous that's just how it is but you can definitely find ways to kind of ease that or at least get out of that zone quicker right how do you see playing an instrument as part of your future i mean it's definitely something i want to take on like when i have kids and stuff because i i see the value in you know learning an instrument even if it's not just guitar i mean i'm obviously going to try to make them learn guitar but yeah. Just any instrument in general, because I just think it makes life <laughs> better, like, plainly put. Yeah, I feel like it adds color to life. Like, I know the times I've had to put my guitar down for like a month or so, if, like something big came up. Mm-hmm. Life can seem really black and white. Than when it, yeah, and it's kind of a little more dull. Yeah, it helps, it helps uh, I think, provide like a lens of how to see the world or, you know, through through art through music yeah, and just like, like if you're in a tough spot or something again with the expressiveness you can if you don't have anybody to talk to or anything it's just a good little way to kind of get out whatever is pent up whether it's aggression sadness or anything just kind of let it go it's a good creative outlet mm-hmm. what would you say um to an upcoming student who sees you play something really impressive and they're like wow i could never do that what would you, what would you tell them I was in their exact same spot at some point. I saw someone playing something and was like, I couldn't do that. Right. But then you just have to start. You have to work at it like anything else that you do. Once you start and you start, see, it's once you start seeing the change and the incremental gains that you're making, that feeds off of itself and that drives you to get better and want to do it. That's the biggest thing is like you can want to do initially, but once you start working, as you get better, that makes you want it even more. And then it just kind of, you know, works for itself. Have there been times where you felt like you wanted to quit or you're close to it, but you, you pushed through and, and you're glad that you did? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Especially early on. I used to tell you, like, I was young. I was like, what, seven or eight, like no attention span. You know, I'd be just plucking at notes, but it'd just be like, right when I'm always like, Oh man, this is getting boring. Oh, I'll be like, Oh, just do like one or two more minutes. Do one or two minutes. And then maybe in that second minute, I hit a note and be like, Oh, hmm. okay. And then do that a little bit more. And kind of that kind of thing. Like initially my mom, the way she did it, she was like, Hey, just do five minutes every day. She literally would on her phone timer, five minutes and I'd yeah. sit. And initially those five minutes, I was just counting each second. Like, Oh, okay. And five minutes is over, whatever. But then as I started doing it, then I started just kept playing and, little by little. And then finally I'd be going over those five minutes. I wouldn't be thinking about it and you'd just be playing. It's that kind of thing. 
I like that. You know, sometimes in the beginning to set just a small goal so that mm-hmm. you have consistency and you have the, the habit built up. I thought that was yep. great. A That's a big thing with learning any, like taking on any endeavor like, like this. So you set the small goals to kind of get you there because you have that long-term goal you set and that's the only thing far in the distance. You know, you're like, how am I supposed to go from here to there? I thought it was interesting. You said something about you used to not have much of an attention span. Do you think that playing an instrument, it helped increase your attention span? Attention span? I mean, it forces you to be more patient. Because, you know, as you're going, even once you get better and you're trying to learn some tough song, the first few times you play it, like, it's not going to be, you're not going to play it greatly. So you just have to be able to sit there, you know, listen to this song, play your piece, and listen to it again. And so kind of you have to build up that patience to do anything. That definitely translates over to other stuff. Who would you say your top three uh, guitar, guitar players are that you enjoy? I would say... As of right now, just because I'm like in a very big Tom-ish phase, I would say in terms of the way he plays, like he's not a shredder or like even a virtuoso, so to speak, but he, he has such a different like style that like he doesn't need to play, you know, a million notes or do anything like that. Like there's so much feeling in what he plays. So I really like Tom-ish. Um, I'm a huge Stevie Ray buff. Oh, can't get enough of him. He's legend and probably Jose Triani for my third because oh, nice. he was like Bay Area guy, Bay Area guy. Huh? Satriani yeah. from the Bay Area yeah I actually saw him uh live at E or G3 last year with my older brother so okay. he was like seven years of my life was solely Jose Triani and like John Petrucci so the prog rock guys will always be there <laughs> I know you like yacht rock too though right oh yeah the, the classics my Whenever we're going outside and hanging out, my dad always put the Yacht Rock radio, actually. Like, specifically, Yacht Rock radio. It's just, like, the calm, like, 70s, 80s rock. Oh, it's like, can't get enough of that. It comes in roses, whatnot. Where can people – would you like anyone to find you on the web anywhere? Anything you want to promote? Um, yeah, go sign up for Musicians Mobile. Now that we're all in quarantine, there's no better time to pick up a guitar and start learning. Guys, I didn't pay him to say this. He's he, <laughs> a generous guy. Thanks, Pranav, uh, for being our first guest on the Musicians Mobile Show. Yeah, thanks for having me. My whole family is, is, is great friends, and if you guys have been a huge positive influence in my life. And really grateful for all you guys and uh, wishing you the best. And hopefully we can reconnect sometime when, when all this uh, blows over with the pandemic. Hope Tell everybody to Thank fun. you. Yeah, will do. Have a good one. All right. Thanks for now. Yep. Talk to you later.